Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of JM Rewind. We get an opportunity to check out recent interviews and guests that have taken uh, place and that have visited JM and the AM over the last week. Uh, one of the significant conversations we've had recently on JM and the AM was with the uh, representatives of the Hinam organization, Hinam.org, H-I-N-A-M.org. Yaron Kanner, the director of Hinam, and Rabbi Yehuda Glick, member of Knesset, member of Hinam, and uh, somebody who's been quite outspoken about Harabayat, about the Temple Mount, they both visited JM and the AM last week, and we get an opportunity to hear that conversation now during JM Rewind at the Nachum Siegel Network. Tonight at the Young Israel of Teaneck, the Young Israel of Teaneck presents Hinam, the Center for Social Tolerance, in an evening that starts at 8 p.m. at the Young Israel, 868 Perry Lane. You'll learn about Hinam's unique mission to promote tolerance in Israel and beyond, from founder and director Yaron Kanner, who's here in studio. You'll also hear from Knesset member Yehuda Glick, who's a member of the Likud Party and a member of the current Knesset. They are both in studio with us this morning. Yaron Kanner, shalom and welcome to JM in the AM. Shalom, thank you. Good morning. Rabbi Yehuda Glick, shalom and welcome to JM in the AM. Shalom, Nachum. Really wonderful to be here, bringing the light from Eretz Israel, from Yerushalayim. Tadarabah. What a wonderful way to reunite. And I'm glad you're here, and I'm glad both of you are here. So we could have this conversation. And uh, I see that Hinam is all about tolerance and unity and trying to bring people together. That's right. Rabbi Glick, you have a lot on your plate, a lot on your agenda. You have time for Jewish unity? Come on, aren't there so many more important things to deal with? <laughs> um, I pretty much, my, whatever I do in the Knesset is all based on, 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 on dealing with this issue because, uh, unfortunately, maybe a lot to, to do with the uh, public uh, social media yeah. That, that our language and our and our kind of dialogue, we're busy talking and not listening, and we're busy uh, being exclusive and not inclusive, and we're we were and uh, and unfortunately, Baruch Hashem, Akadosh Baruch Hu created us all, each one of us unique, and uh, we we need the desperate need for inclusiveness, is a desperate need for understanding different opinions and not thinking that all the truth is by you, yeah. and therefore I think Hinam is doing. Wonderful, wonderful things, and therefore my privilege to be part of the uh, leading of the first uh, uh, group coming uh, with with this group, uh, the Amite Hinam, which is called like the uh, leadership of Hinam, uh, coming and speaking and talking, and we're all part. Every one of us on the group is uh, comes from a different background with a different uh, different uh, mentality and different uh, ideas and different philosophy, and there we've been spending time last few months meeting each other listening to each other getting to know each other very interesting and by the way we're on facebook live right now go to the Siegel network see what's happening in studio now on facebook live your own how did this begin how did the uh, hinam organization start well it started three years ago uh, i was thinking what is the most important challenge today in the israeli society and um, i thought the 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 fact that we are so different one one from another, you know, religion, seculars, or ultra-Orthodox, Ethiopian, Arab, Jewish, and we have to live in the same country, but we don't know how to do it. And uh, you see people just hate another people just because he's thinking the different way. And I thought uh, I was at the time a CEO of Panim. It's a a union of uh, Jewish renewal organizations in Israel, like Alma, Mohon Hartman, Elul, and so on. And uh, I thought I want an organization that uh, deals with this issue, but in a different way. You know, the practice today to deal with tolerant society is uh, to promote tolerant society, is to bring a secular high school, religion high school, once in a year to right. an argument for one hour. Right. You don't get to know the <laughs> other that way. You just want to beat him in an <laughs> argument. I thought the way to do it was to really get to know the other, you know, to live with him for a day, two days, months, even half a year, some of our project. And, uh, you know, when you do it, when you really get to his, into his home, see his family, eat with him on his table, you stop seeing the Haredi, the ultra-Orthodox, the Arab guy, the Ethiopian guy, you start to see a person. And then, even you are don't agree with him, even you are different from him, you don't hate him. Right. You can live with him. That's the idea of Hinam Center. It's an amazing, uh, it's an amazing accomplishment, frankly. Even if it's done on a small level, it's an amazing accomplishment. Uh, just so people have a perspective here, because you are, uh, you are clear 
and open that everybody's from a different background. Everybody, as you described, everybody has you know different uh, a different background, different associations. Let me ask you: How would you describe yourself? You fit into what part of Israeli society? I don't. I try don't to describe myself. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I come from many backgrounds. You know, I learned in a yeshiva, native mayor in Jerusalem. And after that, for two years in a Terat Kohanim, in the uh, Muslim area in the old city. Right. The old Jewish quarter. The they old... call the Muslim quarter, right? Yeah. And then I served in a unit, undercover unit called Shimshon, Mr. Vim. And I'm still doing Miluim as a Tovea Tzvai, you know. I'm, um, uh, I don't know how to say it in English. An attorney. An attorney. An attorney. Pros- prosecutor. Prosecutor of a uh, you know terrorist, right. so many will will see me, maybe in the uh, right wing of the political uh, Arena, map, right. uh, but I don't. I don't belong not to the right, not to the left. I have an opinion on every uh, different issue. I'm not really a religion people, but I'm not uh, secular. I read in the Torah in Shabbat. I'm Balkoire, Kenazim bebet Knesset Marokai, in Moroccan shul. And um, any uh, exact secular... Right. But some secular. of the people traveling with you, yeah. if I would ask them, they might say that they are Bedouin or Ethiopian or Dati or Datilumi or Haredi or secular, right? Some of them may put themselves as have a clear identity and yet with their identity to be part of this group that in this case is traveling together but normally is speaking to and in dialogue with each other just to get to know each other just to understand where this helps in in, in forming these bonds between different groups in israel yeah yeah just to the idea is to take a group from different identities and to uh, bring them together just to be one with another right and the other benefit is to bring the group together as a group to uh, different communities in Israel. They go to an Arab village for two days. They sleep in home families in the community. They go to a Haredic uh, community in Tzefat. They go to a settler in Gush Etzion, to settlement in Gush Etzion, to what we call the state of Tel Aviv, which is also (laughs) a kind of community. (laughs) And and to a neighborhood, the the Ethiopian neighborhood. And each place they are staying for a a good time, you know, for for, uh, all the whole day, maybe two days. It's a meaningful experience. It's not just a one-minute visit. That's right. To go in and say hi. So uh, the impression, this might just be because of where I'm from, the impression is that, that for some of the groups I just asked about, it is difficult for them to make this leap. I always think, and I could be wrong, that it's easier for a secular Jew to agree to meet with a Haredi family, for instance, than for a Haredi Jew to to jump over that border, over that barrier, and visit an Arab home, a Bedouin home, a secular home, etc. Is that true, or I'm under a wrong impression? Well, everyone has his own difficulties, you know. No matter where you're from. No matter where you're from. If, even if you are secular, you know, to go to, to a Haredic... Uh, uh, communities it's not easy for it's not me. easy to get into a yeshiva right. uh, area just for men and ask where are the women right and you know everyone has his own values and way of life and he needs a little bit uh, courage to go out from his known world and to meet the other yeah we call that the comfort zone right to, yeah. to leave their yeah, comfort that's right. zone you know we were in tel aviv right so uh, with the uh, uh, yuda dear yuda and the uh, one of the steps in the one of the uh, uh, visitor the, the visit areas that we were in Tel Aviv was the gay community, mm-hmm. and the, the Haredic people in the group right. started the, the night before uh, to think in the you know the WhatsApp group right. to think what what are we going to say to this homosexual guy that we were right. going to meet because they likely know what we think and what we think of them and they're right yeah correct. he will say like this right. I will answer like this right. From the halakha, it's uh, right. clear that you cannot right. do it. But And I said to them, leave all your argument, leave your weapon at home, just be with him, just go and meet him, get to know him. And they had a wonderful experience just because they didn't want to fight him, they didn't uh, prepare to any fighting, just wanted to meet him. Interesting. Your own canner is here, uh, Rabbi Yehuda Glick, Hinam. There's a website, hinam.org. 
Hinam is the center for social tolerance. You hear the unique way they're doing this. You can meet them, by the way, and I guess the entire group will be there tonight, right? The entire group will be there tonight at the Young Israel of Teaneck, and the group is large, 13, 14 people, right? With yes. all the backgrounds that we described. Every category is taken care of, right? They're all represented. <laughs> That's right. Um, and did you have a difficult experience? Did you remember one of these specific encounters that – that you felt most uncomfortable or that you questioned yourself, is this really a good idea that I'm walking into this type of atmosphere? I don't think so, you know. Maybe because I did it for uh, all my life, right. not just in this program or that- person. No matter who he is, I don't feel difficult. I, but uh, I don't feel I have to sacrifice something just to be with this. Very interesting to me. Right. Is it more difficult, frankly, for some, some let's say the women in the group? Yeah. Is it more difficult for them because they are going when they where, it, where let's be frank, it may not purposely be this circumstance. They may feel more uncomfortable. Do they have an even bigger challenge or challenges everybody else? That it challenges to everyone, just not 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 just to them, also to the community that hosts them. You know, right? They get that, criticized. Yes, but you know the secret is not to come out of the blue to a community. Here we are. You know the <laughs> tours in Measharim, the, right. the slichot tours or right. the Hanukkiot tours. They they throw the you know right. uh, tomatoes on them. Right. You you treat it like they are in a zoo, so we'll, they will behave like this. Right. You have to do it with the community. We always. Uh, ask the community in the tour. Some some of the head of the community knows that we are coming to home, uh, so you know it's 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 arranged the thing uh, different. You know it's it's uh, more easy to do that way. All right, we're joined by Knesset member Yehuda Glick. Um, I mean, <laughs> there are people that you're meeting, I would guess, you're a high-profile guy, <laughs> right? <laughs> Most people know the majority of your positions. On everything, yeah. it's one of the reasons we were so excited to have you here. Frankly, it's um, true. Uh, it's true because not like what uh, your own just described. Uh, I have a quite uh, clear identity, and right? I th- and I think, and uh, not only do I have a cl- quite clear identity, I think it's wrong to try to blur identities. I think we have to all preserve right. our identities. And I think that one of the most important things about this group is that we're not talking about people who have no ideology, no identity. We're talking about people who believe in what they're doing, and they and they know, and they and, and they believe, and they live right. by these principles. Understood. But but with that in mind, I would assume that that some of the people you meet, uh, because of your activities, for instance, with the Temple Mount, feel that you're a detriment to the future of the Jewish people. I would also <laughs> bet. I would also bet that the person who tried to kill you was from the Arab community near Israel. You would think that that episodes like that, so personal, and what could be more personal than someone trying to murder you, uh, you would think that that would have a tremendous effect on on you and your relationship with gr- with other groups going forward. Uh, that's true, but you have to remind ourselves that the, the Arab that uh, tried to assassinate me would not be part of a group of Hinam because uh, uh, hate, violence... Delegitimization are, are, are all things that we're trying to uh, uh, de- uh, to remove from our society. And I think that, uh, yes, maybe some of the people, and not only maybe, yesterday, for instance, we were sitting with the Bedouin in the, in the group. Oh, yeah. and we were talking about a case which is happening right now in Israel where there's a, some Bedouin uh, illegal settlement which is being moved and they're going to be being replaced by a Jewish settlement. Friends of mine. Right. And friends of his are being uprooted from their house, and friends of mine are going to be living in this place. We, Sensi- we, sensitive situation, okay, sensitive, least, sensitive, right. okay, right. <laughs> but I think it was it, it, the the uh, it was very very interesting for us uh, to see and listen and to, to get to know. And I think, by the way, you mentioned many many of the different societies we're, we're visiting, getting to know. I must say that one of the most incredible uh, society we're getting to know right now is the Jewish community here in the United States of America. And I want to tell you that first of all. The incredible family that we're being hospitalized by today, the Hode family. They are amazing. In in, in, in Tinek, I just I've never seen anything like that. You know, their house is open. For me, you know, even that was just something just right. fantastic, unbelievable to see. You know, I I don't see I don't see myself opening my house for twenty people, just who I, who I never met before. Okay, well, and, but that that not personal about them. I'm talking okay. about the community, the community getting for us for Israelis. Most Israelis don't even know that the Jewish diaspora exists. You know, for most Israelis. Maybe we go to our gym and it was paid by this Jewish agency, which was donated by Jews from, from different federations in the United States of America. But right. On our daily basis, they don't know. So, so it, it's eye-opening to see how the communities are and how the – even the fact that we met last night, uh, the mayor 
of Tinek, who happens to be a Muslim, running today in elections for the uh, councilman right. there with, with his with, Jewish with, uh, with Jewish right. Orthodox Jews right. and with a Catholic guy, right. and, and, and 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 he's being hospitalized at this. Uh, uh, he's, he's, being, he's being hospitalized. Excuse me. He's being hosted hosted by by a Jewish Orthodox uh, family and and discussing. And there was a wonderful story which they told us that the. The, uh, that the the the, or, the the Orthodox community, some of them were, were willing to support the, the Muslim, they're willing to support the Catholic guy, but the guy who speaks in shul and my shul, that I'm not going to support. <laughs> but 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 to get to see, and this is what we we, we deal with on a daily basis that we're we're, we're very ju- judging people. When we see a person, we immediately put him in a drawer, and we immediately decide we know what he thinks, we know what he's going to say about this. And when you listen, and when you not only listen, that's the idea that that your own strong. When you experience knowing somebody else. You understand because sometimes we're, we're 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 sure that he doesn't really think that way. He's doing it that because he wants to be provocative. But when you listen, you understand that look, you know maybe he thinks differently from you, and maybe he has also a point of view. Right. And and maybe you 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 don't you don't own exclusively the truth. The reason I was interrupting you before is because uh, hospitality, uh, you know, as you described, is amazing. But don't put yourself down. You and your and your uh, wife of blessed memory actually brought in foster children of those who were victims of terror uh, and opened up your home in, in an even, you know, in, in a magnanimous way. So that's, that's don't true. sell yourself short, as we would say here in America. <laughs> it is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. In studio, we're talking about the uh, organization Hinam. Hinam, with their first visit to the U.S., they are a group of uh, 13, 14 people from Israel of all different backgrounds. You name the association, you name the category, and they have somebody here in that category. And tonight, Jerome Kanner, Yehuda Glick, and many others will be at the Young Israel of Teaneck. You can visit them at the Young Israel of Teaneck beginning at 8 p.m. and hear all about this organization. And they encourage you to go beyond the comfort zone, journey to know the other. And I guess that this message is not only for Jews in Israel, but this message is for Jews and non-Jews around the world people yeah, yeah, need well, to reach out I, we were speaking yesterday in the in the in the, in the living room there right. of the Hode family uh, with this orthodox rabbi and we were asking about the relationship between the jew the conservative and orthodox and reform and many people on a regular basis even though right across the street from their house there's a reform temple they never saw and they never uh, and they never not that they have to agree right. they, not that they, they didn't, but just talk to people they never met the person they never met the person they right. never they, they don't know a- anything about him and there was a question about whether uh, is there a Jewish center for people who are not not affiliated with anything? Other uh, is there a Jewish center for people who come from uh, for, for people who emigrated from Israel? Are are there relationship? How do we preserve this Jewish community here in in, in the United States of America? And I think that we have what to learn from each other. I think that many things that we that we saw and we see or we we're seeing here, uh, we have a lot to learn from. And I think the fact that we're sitting in a group in, in a group, we have what. Uh, uh, people have what to learn, learn from, from from what from our behavior and from ourselves also, and the the experience of learning and the experience of really living together and feeling, and feeling empathy and sympathy and and we we visited yesterday the Jewish uh, home mm-hmm. which is an old age home in Tinek, mm-hmm. and we speak you know and you get to see people who went through a few few things in their lives and the 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 hospitality there of going out of their way to get these people to really. We had the chapel then speaking there yesterday about the importance of giving these people dignity and giving and respecting these people because sometimes they're we, we you know they're we, neglected sometimes they're, they're right. neglected not only physically they're like totally neglected mm-hmm. from the we, we don't and, and suddenly so the whole idea is, is and, and I think it's it's an idea that we especially in our in our generation we have an obligation to really refer to every single person uniquely we're living in a, in a time of individualism right that's wonderful. So, yeah. It's wonderful if you look at every single person and say, wow, God created every one of us with a uniqueness, and we have what to learn. The most beautiful view in the world is the human view. So this is a grassroots effort, which right now affects tens, hundreds. How many people do you think have gotten this message from Hinam since it started? Not many, because uh, first of all, we are new. We right. are running just uh, for two and a half, three years. I think maybe close to 1,000 people go through our programs right. during those years. And my question but, is, how, how large can this get? Especially right. when there's... It can get large. No, it can be in the tens of thousands uh, of people no, who... No, no, the question is not how many people participate in the group. Each one of us goes back home to his groups 
and to his uh, the, the the group that he's affiliated with and spreads the, the word about unity. And it, it, it's a change in an atmosphere, and we're trying, and I think that that, that we're trying to do. And by the way, you know, he not maybe not alone in in, in this ad, in this activity, but the, the the effort and the need. I you know, last week, uh, two weeks ago, we celebrated Independence Day, and there was a, pr- a prize given to a lady named I'm sure you heard of her, Miriam Peretz. Sure. Okay, now she got up and gave a speech of 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 the need of a desperate need of unity and desperate, desperate, she described the Jewish people as a puzzle and we need every piece of the puzzle. I was there in the hall there when she spoke there. The whole crowd got up on their feet, started with an applause, with a standing ovation. It showed me how people are so thirsty to a message like this. People want to hear this and people need and understand that living in a way where, where there's, you know, you're fascist, you're, you're women of the wall, you're reform, you're, you're ultra-Orthodox, you're, you're left, you're white, you're right, is not getting us very much ahead. And if we really want to promote, we have to do that in a way that we are stand and, and strong and determined about our opinions, at the same time understanding that the other opinion is here and we have to allow it uh, full uh, 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 intention. Ch- changing the atmosphere. That's the important sentence right. of uh, Yuda. Because, you see, you're right. We, we just, a uh, thousand people go through the, our project and maybe we can consider also the effect on her fa- the, their families mm-hmm. and the community. You have to remember that's also the, the community that hosts the group. Right. We, think about uh, Ofra, yeah? a settlement in uh, Shomron that's host an Arab girl with hijab right. for a month. Right. Right. All the vill- all the, the settlement uh, speak about it mm-hmm. and uh, think about the opposite And they're view. skeptical and they're... Yeah, yeah. And it's, they it's, might... open, it's, it's open something in the mind, all right? And that's what we are looking for. We are not going to change the society, but, you know, in five years, maybe it will be a larger uh, organization and uh, 5,000 people will go through our program every year. Mm-hmm. It's, it's still not a promille of the society in Israel. But what can we achieve? We want a revolution. We want to change the way of thinking right. in Israel. People in Israel are intent to do things with people like them. Right. We want them to get out from the war and meet the other. Right. So you just brought up something that would be, I don't know if you wouldn't have said it, I may not have asked you about it, but uh, you mentioned women of the wall, for instance. So Yehuda Glick might argue, and I'm not putting words in your mouth, you'll tell me if I'm right or wrong, Yehuda Glick might argue that if, in fact, the Haredi community representatives or grassroots people, whoever, would have reached out, would have sat down at a meal with some of these people, would have had a dialogue, would have explained to them why it is so important to them that things stay separate, and would have listened why it's so important to them that they should be included in some type of ritual in the most easily accessible place, the Harabayat, that we have today, which is the Kotal Amaravi, uh, then there might it might have been handled differently. Would you argue that? Uh, by all by all means, for sure. I can I can say that I see it happening. You know, let's let's put it for aside for instance, the women of the war. Right. I see it happening. We're, I'm trying. I'm involved in, in a, a bill, uh, not in tr- trying to make, make it legal for the uh, you know the mosques called, calling out for prayer. It's called the Moazin legislation. Right. You sit with the Jews and they say those people don't want they don't want to uh, pray they want to show how they're going to take over our uh, our public they want to show their dominance, their dominance. Right. and the other and then they, you, you go to the Muslims and they say Muslims they don't the Jews they don't want to sleep them that noise doesn't bother them they're they making... want to de- they want to destroy our mosque <laughs> right. and you sit with them and, you, and we find we we found solutions in in Haifa there's a mosque that the the, the the morning noise doesn't go on and the other place we found the places where they they have an electronic system that only people who want to hear it can buy a, 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 a a, a receiver. A receiver. Then we have a place in Ramle where they, they, they change it that at certain times it'll be lower, at certain times it'll be higher. When you talk to people and listen and you understand that people are not here just to stand, uh, uh, just to, to show how, how they're strong, then that's where things are. And I think the women of the wall is, is an un- unbelievable uh, issue. If, the, if every one of the sides would understand how important it is for the other side, they would be able to solve, you know, there was a quote once of Rav Cook, Rav Tzvi Yehuda Cook. Uh, somebody came up and said, listen, it bothers me when I see people driving in Shabbos. I want to go there and yell at the Shabbos people. So the Rav Yudah said, listen, in, before you, you can do that, but before you do that, I want you to go meet the person, sit with him, and understand why it's so important for him to go and drive on Shabbos. After you sit with him, and you understand why for him it's so important to drive, and to drive Dafka on Shabbos, then if you want to go protest, yeah, you go protest him. After you do those things, even if you protest, the protesting is much more uh, constructive. You can criticize other people, 
understanding them and not for the sake of criticism and not for the sake of hate and not for the sake of, I'm going to show him who's the uh, boss here. And that's the whole idea. Do you agree that there are certain people who can't be spoken to? Do you agree that there are certain people who... Any, anybody who legitimizes violence or incitement uh. are people that we have to that have to be le- delegitimized. In- including I mean, leadership. Including leadership. Any people who Maybe support, especially leadership. Anybody who supports le- any kind of agenda that, that legitimizes uh, violence is something that, 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 that is the exact opposite of what we're talking about. We're talking right. about the violence comes from where I, I don't, I'm not really sure about myself and, I'm, and I think that guy is, is threatening me, but I'm going to show him that I'm going to... But if you calm down a little bit and take a second and listen and try to understand, you, you can usually solve things much, much easier and, and, and much more constructively than by, uh, than by force and by, by violence. And that's what we're trying to do. And violence is not only physical violence. Violence is very, very often verbal violence. And violence is, 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 is violence in the, in, in the mode. And I think that one of the things we have to really do is like not keep things in our, in our, in our stomach. Take them out, talk about them, and, and listen and listen, and not to, and even when you come to a uh, to a panel and you say, "I'm going to show him how he's going <laughs> to." Yeah, I'm going to no. Come to a panel to listen to what the other guy has to say. Was Yehuda Glick twenty or thirty years ago able to remain as calm as he's able to today? <laughs> I'm sure that uh, we've we've all gone through different things. But I, look, I was I was in, as a child, I was active uh, in Gesher, which would, which is which is an organization dialogue between sure. uh, uh, religious and, and and secular. But of course, I'm sure that we most of us. I hope. That most of us, when they're 52, are not the same as they were when they're 17, and that's that. And that's by the way, that's also right. inclusive. means means also inclusive youth right. and trying to, to to direct those energies that they have. Are there people directly around you, friends, relatives, who question your involvement in these types of activities, who who think it's a a pipe dream? to be involved in something like this and think it's actually going to produce results? Every single day, I have people who are criticizing me. And by the way, I, I, I believe in criticism. I'll tell you, you know, most of us who have a, a driver's license know there are two pedals. One's the accelerator and one's the brakes. And it, it, that's the way God created the world. God created the world that if you have only an accelerator, you're pretty dangerous. If you, don't, if, if you have only a brakes, you can't get anywhere. Everything you do, it's important for you to listen to the people that are criticizing you to make sure you're in the right place. You know, I don't, I don't think that everything I do is perfect. And I think that it's so important, that it's so fruitful to have criticism. And criticism, and, and by the way, God created the world. The world and we're now talking about Svert Omer. You said there's chesed, gvura, and tiferet. And that's the exact idea. Chesed is like an overwhelming one way. And gvura is like, is like the breaks. And the tiferet is like the, anti, uh, the, the synthesis of the... Uh, uh, the combination. The combination. And I think that that's... We see, we see in everything, every, any, almost any, any movement that I can think of, Zionism, uh, feminism, um, Hasidut, they all had, God created it the way that there would be a hitnagdut, a mitnagdim, there would be people who were who, who are fighting it, and it helps that movement go in the right way and not to go to the, to, 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 to the radical point. It helps the movement stabilize. It, it helps stabilize and, and remain Doing what their important step is to do, and right. that's focusing so on the goal, focusing on the goal, right. and not thinking that 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 that's. And I think every in every aspect in life, we 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 need it. I think God created the world with with the with the husband and wife, which are always created that think always exactly differently, exactly the opposite. <laughs> How can you cut your your orange this way or that way? How do you put the the, the oval plate in, in the, into the refrigerator this way or that way? And all, and it's always there that we should be able to think an, another perspective. And rethinking another perspective is really makes the world so much more interesting and so much more fruitful. Uh, the Hinam organization invites you, the Young Israel of Teaneck invites you to meet everybody from Hinam, the Center for Social Tolerance, tonight, 8 o'clock at the Young Israel of Teaneck on Perry Lane. Our guests this morning, our own Kanner and Rabbi Yehuda Glick, will both be there, as will the entire group who's traveling now in the United States. It must be difficult. People have jobs, people have schedules, and, and, and they're able to set aside this, including yourself, pretty busy guy, uh, <laughs> and you're able to set aside this time for the cause. I think that in and of itself tells us how important this cause is. You know, there are groups in the Hinam Center that goes for a three or four month journey in Israel, <laughs> but they are youngest, of right. course. Um, you know, they live, actually live, the whole life, full life, for a month in an Arab village, in a Haredi community, the traveling among com- among com- between communities in Israel. Uh, Have you course, done that? Have you done something similar? I've done, done the first trip. You know, which was where? 
in Israel, ones, right. in Israel. So well, you've, you've stayed in Arab communities? I stayed, yes, I stayed, not well, all the months I have a family, but you know. Right, I what was kept, the longest you stayed in an Arab community? Was it overnight? Uh, or? No, few few days. Few days. Few days uh, in every community because uh, it was a pilot, the first uh, group. The right. president of Israel met all the members of this uh, group. It was very, you know, uh, it, it was the first time that people do. What the, was the name it, of the Arab town or village? Dir al-Assad. Where in, is it? It's in the Galil. A very unique village. You know, some of the uh, young people in this village actually serve in the army, in the Israeli, and wow. they're not Bedouin or Druze, they're Muslims. Do they speak Hebrew? Not not very much. How do because, you communicate with them? Well, we, we, that, that's one of the of the issue, you know, right. to go to communicate with people that uh, has no common with you. Okay, not language, not culture. Right. You find the ways. We, we encourage them to find the ways to solve problems, like... Yeah, think about Kashrut and Shabbat in this village. Right. Our people staying in Shabbat right. in families. Yeah, and they said, "How are we going to do it?" I, I t- I'm telling them, this is not a difficult situation. You just have to think with your host what to do and come with a solution. That's the way you develop a sensitive to his culture and his to your culture. Fascinating. I'll Speaking tell you. about uh, <laughs> about leaving your 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 job. First of all, uh, you may know, you may may know there's something called. Uh, Smartphones, yeah. uh, Facebook. I've uh, heard of those. Okay, I, I today while, while I'm here, I had to put out a a, a remark about about a, 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 a report that came out today again an, an issue I'm dealing with the anti-smoking issue. Yeah, I had prepared. A, a, I, I had to take myself uh, speaking, giving a, mes- a message towards the Yom Yerushalayim, which we'll be celebrating next week. Right, and I'm, I'm fo- we're all of course following. Uh, what's going to be today with Trump? We're waiting to hear what the Trump uh, has to say. Plus, I'm wondering if you're outspoken about the override bill. <laughs> the override bill. Are I, you I, outspoken I, about it? I spoke about it yesterday also. You're, you're on the Supreme Court side or the Knesset side? I'm on the balance side. I think that we on the one that we have to very strongly care that the uh, that each one of these authorities, the legislative uh, legislative authority, the Knesset, the government. And the, court the courts have to all be very, very strong, but have to pr- preserve borders. I think that the, 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 the unfortunately, the, 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 uh, the court in the last few years has gone a little too much. And what you have to do is like push it back. I, I, I'm, I would have preferred, I'll tell you what I've preferred. I would have preferred a, a legislation which says that the Supreme Court can cancel a bill of the Knesset only when it has at least like two-thirds or three-quarters of the, of the, of the judges. Right. So that means... It, it can't be that automatically they can they can cancel. On the other hand, it can't be that there's no that we don't have borders. So I think that I I, I hope that eventually Netanyahu and Kahlon and Bennett will find a a a, 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 for, a formula which will which will which once again and, and here that's like an example of what we're talking about Hinam. Right. If every one of them understands his important goal, but every one of them understands the important goal of the other side, and not that the, that the court like uh, uh, doesn't respect the Knesset. And not like the courts. Eh, you guys are politicians. We know what's good. Or on the other side, it's not that people can have to say, "No, those they're anti-Semites." Those judges, all those issues are something that we have to put on the table and do through dialogue, and not through way one guy comes here. I'm going to put put down this legislation, and we're going to force them to shut up. So, we again, we have to do these things, and I think it's right that the, at a certain point, and I think everybody in Israel felt that the court has gone a little much to to to, to one side, and we have to and we have to put that aside. But, but again and again. Uh, so you're very, you said you were very busy. I'm very busy right. here. I'm very busy here. I'm nonetheless. Very busy, and not, nonetheless. <laughs> but, but, but on the other hand, we, I, I, de- I definitely know how to turn off my, my cell phone <laughs> at a certain point. And, I, and, uh, it's, and it's, it's, it's interesting to see and, 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 and leave your world. And, and, and again, you're, you're, it's there, and it, it's not simple. Not only, not only work. Right. Everyone it also sounds, not to get personal, and I, you know, but, and I know this is a public forum, and I'm not being disrespectful no, no. when I say this, but our impression is that you have a you have somewhat of a complicated situation at home. At home, exactly. So I that was, also, re- all, every one of us, the four, we're 14 people here. Every one of us has little kids, has a, a, a family, and for me also, yes, I have my my daughter is right now is sleeping at at, at, at next door neighbors, and uh, it's difficult. But on the other hand, uh, people know what what that I do, what things that are important for me, and also the fact that. Uh, um, we're, we're preserving him, and again, I, right. I, I can send my, my little daughter and, and my two daughters. I send them these these hearts and emojis and smartphone and WhatsApp, and, and it, it changes, it changes, it, cha- it goes also sounds so simple. So God has His ways how to help us uh, communicate and really uh, to do it. And it, it, majorly, 
spreading out positive energy to this world, and that's what we really, we really want to do. We really want to turn this world into a better environment, and really, that's what the whole idea of Ami Israel light to the nations. I should also mention that uh, it's no secret that your father, one of the most distinguished medical people in Israel, uh, we spoke to him after he won the Bonetzion Prize, and uh, I would bet, I would assume, that he also is recognized by all communities in Israel for his accomplishments for sure, yeah, and well, for the way he took care of people. So. And he, 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 of course, by that, and the, the very, the very uh, medical school that he established, we made Aliyah in 74 to right. establish the Bershev Medical School. The whole idea of the Bershev Medical School was that medicine is not technology. Medicine is, is looking at a person as a human being and trying to listen to what, what exactly his needs are. And I think that that whole, that whole atmosphere, many of the beliefs that I live on, I received from my, my my parents, and I'm very thankful to both my father and my mother. And Baruch Hashem, they should live and be well for many, many more years. Uh, that really, that 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 may, maybe even the fact that some of these values come from a Western society. Right. The, the, there think, may the, be an the, advantage that you maybe, were born right, in the I United the, States. The Ameri- right. I think the American people can teach us a lot about right. about about tolerance and a lot about uh, understanding uh, uh, diversity right. and harmony. What and, day school were you in before you met Aliyah? I went to a yeshiva in Brooklyn called Yeshiva Brooklyn. The reason uh, I ask, frankly, is because, and, and this is now, if you don't mind transitioning just for a minute about, you know, to the other topic that I'm so anxious to speak to you about, it, it seems to me, and you know this because of your experience in America, it seems to me that certainly in schools here, but I bet it's the same in Israel, the default uh, when we're taught by our rabbis, when we're taught by our teachers, is that harabite is untouchable. Right, that, that I believe, I, I, it's certainly in my generation that and yours. Was exactly, right, that, that was the situation. Right. When I started ascending Temple Mount uh, 30 years ago, uh, there were 100 Jews who ascended annually. Right. Baruch Hashem, in 2017, we had 30,000 already ascended Temple Mount. Uh, Temple Mount, uh, the Aliyah Temple Mount, there now we have like more than 300 rabbis who support it. Right. And, and many of the people, who, and many of the people who go uh, are noticeably... Uh, Orthodox people. Yeah, Let's sure. put it that for, way. For <laughs> ma- mass majority of our, 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 our Orthodox people, reserve, uh, uh, observant people, and and we go and, and and I think that many. By the way, many many people from 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 from, from the United States. I mean, and the, the, the the rabbi from Tina, rabbi Rabbi Yosef Adler, sure. Shul, they go. Rabbi up Adler's there, been there many times. Many right. times, and I think that Rabbi uh, Tendler, I believe, has Rabbi been. Moshe Tendler goes right. up there every time he comes to Israel, right. and uh, Baruch Hashem, it's, it's right. Nonetheless, it's nonetheless, if you would speak to the recognized, right, recognized meaning, in, in and I'm not. This is not a pejorative term, but in the press, for instance, in the Jewish press with a small p, uh, if if you if you'd ask. Uh, the majority of those recognized Torah giants, at least in this country, uh, they would be completely against it and, yeah. would, and, and would not and would not be able to justify it. At what point or who made it? And and just understand that I am on your side of this. Your side of this issue. You can be on any side. It's fine. No problem. <laughs> At what point did it become, you know, something where where enough Torah giants, enough knowledgeable Torah people, felt it's okay where it became more mainstream? Look, it, it, it happens throughout. As I said before, you know, would you read what the, what the mass majority of the great Dolan wrote about the Hasidut when it started out? You would see the Apikorsim. You can't count them for a minion. And we know if what you, the majority of the Maraglim okay. said. And you know what? The, yeah, for sure. That's right. right. The, the ten out of twelve. And and you know what the the, the, the what happened when when Zionism began? That this the more the mass majority of the rabbis were against it. Today, also look, the, the mass majority are are, are not pro, pro it. First of all, even though they're against it. The 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 uh, the, uh, the I would say the the energy to, against it is, is is weaker than it was in the past. Um, it 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 became to a situation that you start, people started learning the issue, and people understand that there's a need because the first of all, Temple Mount was becoming a world center for terror and incitement, and it was like really the biggest chilul Hashem ever. And even those who don't go up to the Temple Mount don't go because, not because they they, they're, they 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 don't they don't respect the place, but vice versa, they do it out of uh, a right, need, out of respect, right? Out of respect, and, and, and when we see that the place was becoming a place of Chilul Hashem, there was a need uh, to go to, to, to for more people to go. Look, we're celebrating fifty years, fifty-one years now of the of the re, of the reunification of Yerushalayim. And Bezrat Hashem on Sunday, you you will, will probably we're hoping to get to two thousand Jews who were sent Temple Mount, and anybody who's who's listening to us and is in Yerushalayim. Uh, is welcome to join the thousands of people that will be going up to Harabite on, on on Sunday. But even will you be among them? Uh, I'm a member of Knesset, unfortunately, and a member of Knesset pr- presently. The prime minister is not allowing us to go. So the last time you went, uh, no, but I was there three times since I was a member of Knesset. Uh-huh. I got the special permission, and I hope that uh, in the near future I'll go again. 
I hope the the uh, ban against members of Knesset going to Temple Mount will, will be removed as soon as possible, but I can tell you that the situation on Temple Mount has changed dramatically. Any Jew who went there three years ago was harassed by incitement, by chairs thrown at you, yelling. It was something impossible. And, and our government outlawed the Northern Islamic Organization and outlawed all the all those people who were uh, inciting. Those who sponsor violence, those who encourage violence, as They right. were sponsoring it, and they were really right. paying people to come there. And today, people go, anybody who's gone there in the last two years, so it's quiet, and people know how to respect each other. And the Muslims and Jews also talk to each other. Right. And I think that's also something, again, we're, we're reaching different ways of right. attacking the same issue. Right. That yes, we can respect, because... Uh, uh, Yeshayahu said, my house is a house of prayer for all nations. It doesn't mean that all nations will convert. It means all nations will recognize the one and only God. And Bezrat Hashem, that's our job. And, and, that, and that's the thing that we have to do. And we have to do it humbly. And we have to do it out of respect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and to his world and to all people's living. Have you ever have you ever been challenged or questioned by, uh, I don't know, uh, Haredi leaders or, or, or Torah giants why you're involved in this type of activity when, again, their default is that you know, no Jews. And and by the way, the Rabbanut of Israel continues I'm, I'm, to, and we should change. We should try to change that. By the way, we're trying to change that. But look, I'm I'm on the safe side because all my rabbis, Rav Ema Coins, the Rav of my Yeshuv, and my Rosh Hashiva, Rav Amital in the past, and Rav Meidan, and uh, many, many more uh, of my rabbis personally was supported it. So I'm I'm on, I'm on the safe side because I can say, listen, I go to my rabbis. But right. but I think that 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 uh, I I listen carefully. I again I say. I listen carefully. Right. And by the way, the when criticism. you when you ascend, it's only to the halakhically appropriate only places, to the pl- right? Halakhic Not places. to God forbid a questionable place. Only to the places that are out of question, and also after preparation, halakhic preparation, right. or the mikvah. Proper we preparation. Go, we go, right. go up only with shoes that are that are not leather shoes, right. and we go up only. And most important is, is we, we we prepare our hearts. You clear your mind and you your heart. You get there. You remove any kind of hate you have in yourself, right. any kind of jealousy. You're going there, standing in front of a Kodesh Baruch Hu and representing. Thousands of generations of Jews who couldn't who couldn't have the privilege of, of living in an in in independent state of Israel right. in Jerusalem under the the authority of, of the state of Israel. And you've called for, if I'm not mistaken, a Beit Knesset on Harabayit. Not uh, further, Rav Mordechai, and not for the removal of any mosques at the moment. Rav Mordechai Eliyahu called for, for for a synagogue on Harabayit. Did Rav Gorin? Rav Gorin wanted didn't speak about a synagogue, as far as I know. Maybe he did. I don't. I don't. I don't remember. Okay. But Rav Mordechai Eliyahu was the one who spoke first this strongly about about a synagogue. But right now. I'm talking about not a synagogue. I'm talking right. about first, people should come there and pray right. there, and we should all be able to pray there, respecting each other. What do you think when you see people on Erev Pesach trying to go up to sacrifice the Paschal Lamb? Look, uh, the Paschal Lamb is a, is, is a mitzvah that's on the, on the same level as circumcision as Brit Milah. It means that the only mitzvah in the Torah that besides Brit Milah that, that there's a Isser Karet, right. we're not doing it. Now, right now, presently, unfortunately, we can't. Those who come there express their strong will to come into covenant with a kadosh baruch hu, uh, and and I think because it, like Nachshon, when you ex- when you express how much you want a miracle or the next step or tzmichat gulatenu to continue, we assume, and we've seen this a million times even in this generation. I always cite the women who slept near Kever Rachel just to make sure that it stayed in it, Jewish possession. Every, everything you know, the other people who blew the shofar at the Kotel ninety years ago when when the, when the British didn't allow it, and we saw people who, as you said, slept in all these things. In Hebron, the Jewish community Hebron, in Hebron, right. in Beit Hadassah, they were there. They had women there for for three weeks without without. People gave yeah. their lives. Yeah, people. The yard so, side was just now. The right. the, the five right. boys, five, were, five boys six were killed, boys, were six killed, boys killed, were murdered on and, and right before like Bomer. These things, we see that the world uh, makes jumps to the next step by crazy people, and uh, and but and Hakadosh Baruch Hu has his uh, shlichim, and some of these shlichim can sometimes be in what we're celebrating next week. Wow. If I would have told you two two weeks ago, two years ago, that there would be a president of the United States of America moving the American embassy to Jerusalem and what, recognizing what, Jerusalem. and recognizing Jerusalem, if I would have told you that there would be a, 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 a leader of, of North Korea meeting South Korea, that's a different issue. But I'm saying we see that that yeah, President Trump was right now an instrument in the hand of a Kadosh Baruch Hu, and we see following him. Many, many more countries are going to be moving their embassy and recognizing the Paraguay obvious. just announced Re- yesterday. Yeah, recognizing the uh, Paraguay and yesterday, and we had Guatemala, and we have, and I said. We see that it's happening. It's happening, and we're seeing with our own eyes. It's happening, and, and we just need somebody to make that step. And at first, you, people, you say, ah, really? And then suddenly it becomes something that's natural. We're doing the obvious, because Yerushalayim has been our capital 
throughout history, and we all know that every single Jew, Jewish couple who got married swore to Jerusalem. Every single family who had, who had a Seder concluded with next year in Jerusalem three times a day. We daven for Jerusalem. So it, it, it was obvious for us, and we, now we see, and, as, as a so-called coincidence, uh, on exact on our 70th anniversary for, 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 for the state of Israel, uh, the, world, the, the, world, the world is joining us. And I cannot... Ki ayin ba'ayin yiru. Ayin ba'ayin yiru, okay. <laughs> I, cannot, uh, 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 I cannot ignore the connection between 70 years of Cyrus, uh, who recognizes right. the, the... So I think some great things are happening, and they're always led by these crazy people at the beginning, and they're eventually the people of respect to these crazy people. And these are the, you know, the Wright brothers, when they invented the, the plane, also <laughs> seemed like crazy people. And today, the guy on the plane is yelling that the Wi-Fi is not working fast enough. <laughs> And his, or, the, or, or, or his GPS, the Waze, is not working the way it should work, the way it should work naturally. We get used to things very fast. You can say that again. Yaron, uh, thank you for your patience. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it's a it was... very important piece to this visit for me, and I appreciate it. Very interesting. Uh, tonight, Yaron uh, Kader, Yehuda Glick, at the Hidam Organization, the Center for Social Tolerance of the Young Israel of Teaneck, starts at 8 p.m. Uh, I would assume there are people listening who would like to be involved, who would like to, I don't know, support or to... Maybe they even have relatives in Israel or friends in Israel who they know would want to be part of this group. What do they do? Well, you know, not just in Israel, we are now starting a program that takes a group from U.S., from New York, Brooklyn, uh, New Jersey, and uh, suggest them to come to Israel to do the same journey. Same type of group? Secular, Haredi, everything? Well, I don't know if they have the, the same identities here. Right. You know, but we prefer that they will be, uh, you know, mixed uh, identities, right. uh, secular, not uh, uh, secular, so on. Radic people, but they will come and uh, visit Israel in the unique way of Inam. They will not come as a tourist. They will go to the houses of the Israeli groups that they will that they will host them here in U.S. and they will be uh, guests uh, in their house in Israel. Wow! And uh, they will do part of the journey in Israel. They will go and actually live in communities for a day or two each community. Uh, so we're going to start it in a month or two. Everyone who wants to participate is most welcome. Uh, best way to get in touch, I assume, is the website? Would that be the best yes, way for Yes, people? we have a, an email in the website. You can call or, or send an email. Hinam.org, H-I-N-A-M.org, gets you more information about what uh, what they're doing and the program that uh, Yaron just described. And um, I don't know what to say. Call this is a this is a tall task, as we say here in the United States. This is not an easy uh, an easy uh, journey, no. uh, the journey of unity. It's much much easier to be disunified or to be uh, you know at odds with other people. It's just okay. so much easier. But you know, we are not looking for an easy way to do things, and I believe this is a life changing this journey. No, that I can. I well, it's with. also not only it's 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 exciting. It's exciting to meet uh, you know. For us, uh, there was an, a Jewish icon called uh, Nachum Siegel. You ever heard of him? And then for, for me, here to come to see see it live and see it happening is also part of getting to know Am Yisrael and getting to know these great things that are happening in the world. And yep. and, and and really, it's it's a real privilege. I want to tell you another thing, if I may. We have time? You sure. Have you got all the time you want. All right. <laughs> you kidding? You know, those days, we are trying to build a very unique Bet Midrash in Abu Ghosh. Abu Ghosh is an Arab village sure. next, next uh, near Jerusalem. And uh, this Bet Midrash will be a tolerance Bet Midrash, Bet Midrash Le Sovlanut. And the students and the teacher will come from different identities, from Telstone, it's, you know, Kiryat sure. Sefer, seven minutes away, right. Haredic people, right. Kiryat Anavim, it's a kibbutz, left right. wing, uh, secular people, Orthodox from Jerusalem. And they will all uh, learn and teach in this Bet Midrash uh, values that's connecting to all the cultures and uh, religions in Israel. Uh, it will cost us a little bit money. We need about uh, fifty thousand dollar. The Jewish Federation of uh, Philadelphia just uh, let me know yesterday that they're going to give thirty-five thousand dollars from it. So we short uh, the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia. Philadelphia, All right. there yeah. <laughs> We need another fifteen or twenty. That's right. Liberty Bell is ringing. Amazing. That's really amazing. Yes. So you have the majority of the money. Yeah, we need another fifteen or twenty thousand dollars. What do you think of this idea, the Beit Midrash in Abu Ghosh? You'll <laughs> be one of the teachers. <laughs> You'll be teaching any, any, there. Anybody who is willing to listen and learn and study and and try to be better people and turn this world into a better world. Is, is more than blessed, and that's, that's our job. Our Kadosh Baruch who put us in this world to improve this world, to make this world a place where, 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 which is full of good, 
And when I always say light to the nations, what it means that Am Yisrael is the light to the nations. When the lights are off, and everybody, you hear noise, you can't identify different people. When you turn, open the terminal lights, you see that everyone's different, and everyone's unique, and suddenly uh, it brings light to people's, uh, to, 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 to people, to, the, to, to this society. And I think that uh, what Yaron's doing is a wonderful thing, and I think that uh, anybody who can be part of it should definitely be welcome and should understand that he's, He's, it's part of, of, of our redemption process that we're in the brain process and making this world a better world. And I think it, it's all part of, of, you know, I always say look back at, at the world 50 years ago where, where no, nobody knew what accessibility was. Right. Nobody knew what, re, re, uh, how to re, respect. A uh, hundred years ago, there was still slavery in this world and, there was, right. and women couldn't participate in elections anywhere. Right. And the world is improving. And it's our job, mankind, and of course, Am Israel. it's our job to be a a beam of light to bring this and show that, that we can turn this world into a much better world to live in. And and I think this is part of it. Amazing. Tonight you get to meet these uh, unique individuals uh, at the Young Israel of Teaneck starting at 8 o'clock. We encourage everybody in the area to be there. Uh, if I may, not to be too dramatic, but satiate my curiosity, <laughs> if you will, is it difficult to walk the streets days after you recover from an assassination attempt? Yeah, well, in in Israel, I walk around always uh, with a bodyguard, and uh, it's it it uh, on the one hand, it it's definitely uh, very uh, you have to be very careful and look around. But psychologically, but, uh, can psych you? And on the other hand, I say I understand the danger of, uh, of violence. I understand how I have to thank a Kadosh Baruch Hu for every single moment I'm I'm alive, and if Hashem left me here. It means he thinks that my mission's not over, right. and it means that uh, he's pulling the strings, and uh, it makes life much more significant. I'm not living uh, plain simply in life. My life has a lot of essence to it because I, every single day I, I say, I say to myself, Hashem decided that I should be here. It means he wants me to 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 to, to speak up more about Yerushalayim, about Harabayit, about tolerance, about inclusiveness, about his name. And I, I dive in every single day that I should be able to, 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 to uh, sanctify his name in my, activ- in my actions and not desecrate his name. And that's, and that's pretty much what I try to do. And I think that, that ever since the assassination attempt, my life has changed in the way that I, I refer to, to understanding and not taking anything for granted. Really understanding the importance of life and, of course, the dangers. I think that, that, that violence is a great danger for democratic society, for sure. And uh, I think the world is now much more aware of it. I don't know if you're aware. You know that a few years ago there was like two buildings standing over here, uh, yeah. not, far we, from, we saw not, far, not far from here. We saw them come you down. We saw them coming down. So uh, we, we saw them from, and, and on the uh, media. Mm-hmm. But uh, violence is, is one of the greatest dangers of the world. People who are talking about inc- exclusiveness and not talking about inclusiveness are endangering the world. And I think that uh, when you go through something like that personally and you see that my chances to survive were pretty much zero. Well, um, if you, those of us who read the reports, not that any of us are doctors, but when we hear someone's shot four times in the stomach, we assume he's not going to make it, frankly. Right. Yeah, I mean, look at my sister. So miraculous would be the way to... Uh, for sure, by all means. I mean, your my, sister? My sister do, re- describes how she had to choose uh, which shirt to come with to come visit me in the hospital because she was sure she was going to say goodbye and right. she was going to go tear the shirt. And my kids all came to me, were sure they were uh, coming to say goodbye. But I checked Wikipedia this morning, and it says that I'm alive. So that I guess I'm alive, which means that if I'm alive, then I have to do and work. And, uh, and our, as I said again, our, our obligation is to make this world a much more fruitful world, a much more spiritual world, a much more world of where we can do good, right. show good. And I know, I mean, the efforts you're making in this Hinam group is, is amazing, frankly. That's one of the reasons we, we invited you here today. But w- when you hear that there are people who've memorialized and honored the memory of the person who tried to kill you, what does that do to you? That disturbs me very much. And I can say that uh, we, I, uh, for, for, for years I was, try, I was telling people, listen, uh, there are some people who are sanctifying the guys, this right. guy. And uh, I think uh, a few weeks ago we heard, two weeks ago was it, when we heard, uh, the whole world heard um, Muhammad Abbas, right. Abu Mazen, speaking and and we finally saw heard the voices of, of anti-semitism coming out of his own mouth when he was the one the first one to send a letter of condolence and call this assassin a a hero of jerusalem uh yes oh was he himself yeah from, yeah abbas sent a letter of condolence, to, to, of to, condolence the to the family and they wrote he he wrote he was a hero of jerusalem 
So I think that, uh, yes, uh, it's, 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 it, it bothers me very much. I'll tell you why. Uh, Yaron was telling you about his meetings with Abu Ghosh right. and with Bedouins. Right. We, in, in, in Gush Etzion and in Har Hebron, we, we have dialogues with Palestinians. And many of them are begging us and telling us, listen, that's not the leadership we wanted. It's not the corrupt leadership that we wanted. It's not the leadership that they're not leading us to anywhere. And they, they, they tell us that they really want to live peacefully with, uh, with, 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 the, with the Jews living in, in, in Hebron and the Jews living in, in, in Gush Etzion and with the, with the Jews living in the Hebron Hills and with the Jews. And, 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 and more and more, and more and more circles of dialogue are, are taking place at every single moment today between uh, communities that are, ov- that are uh, overcoming the leaderships that are, that are, that are leading uh, uh, to, wrong, to, 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 to hate and to friction and, and to violence, and they understand the importance uh, of, of being part of, of, the, of, the, of the benefits and the achievements of the State of Israel. Because when we look back 70 years, Israel has just developed to be one of the most modern, developed countries. And right next to us, there are people who are still living in, 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 in refugee camps in, in, in Judea and Samaria. And, right. and these people could have been part of the achievements of the State of Israel. And, 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 and I think that our, one of our next goals is, is, is to do that, is to make sure these people can benefit from being part uh, of, the, of, of the State of Israel. You live in Utniel, correct? I live in How Utniel. many years? We've moved, we moved to Israel you know, 22 years. And, and the reason I say that is because we know, just from looking at the bigger picture from thousands of miles away, that Adniel has been the target of some very serious and tragic terror attacks. I mean, you are surrounded by people who, frankly, some of them want to kill you. That's true. And you are still able, having watched neighbors be murdered and having watched children become orphans, you still have this incredible tikva, this incredible hope, and this amazing outlook which has to be pointed out uh, i think that, that that's true we not neil have gone through some terrible terrible attacks and i'm sure people heard of daphna mayer who was stabbed right. and, and murdered in her in, in her house and mika mickey mark and before that we had the rabbi of Neil. and if i'm not I mean, mistaken wasn't the yeshiva friday night attack and not the like, friday night attack yeah. yeah four four students of yeah. the yeshiva were killed on a friday night attack right. and, and uh, yes every one of these things is, is very 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 painful um, at the same time, I can tell you that just like in my personal occasion, there was a guy who shot me, but there was a, a surgeon, Muslim surgeon who, who, who operated on me. Bermet, that day. And that day. And, we, and, and believe me, that, modern, that, that Muslim surgeon who operated on me did much more for the Arab and Muslim population in Israel than the, than the guy who shot me. And the same thing, and, and by the way, when, when Mickey Mark, who was killed a year and a half ago, you know, Neil was, was, was shot. Arab Shabbat. The, the Arab Shabbat. There was a, a, a doctor and, a, and two nurses, Palestinians, who stopped and, and, and gave aid and tried. And actually one of them uh, saved his wife's life. And uh, so we see that, look, the power of light is 10 times greater than the power of darkness. The power of, of love is 1,000 times stronger than the power of, of, dark, uh, of hate. And that's what we learned from Rav Cook. Rav Cook said, "Don't fight evil with evil. Fight evil by adding more light. Add more light. Add more good. Add more uh, positive uh, atmospheres. That's the best way to overcome hate and darkness. And that's what I believe." I cannot thank you both enough for being here today. Thank you. What an incredible message. What an incredible mission. By the way, I'd be remiss if I didn't thank the Hode family, Janet and the entire family, you know, Lior. Lior and Janet and the entire family. Amazing. They are hosting a group that... If, uh, if we already got to a personal level, Nachum, I want to tell you, look, I, I was involved in Aliyah for many, many, many years. And Aliyah is something which is usually pretty much pretty difficult to make, immigrate to Israel. At any and, age. And, at and, any we, age. and we always have these wonderful people that Hashem plants. When we met Aliyah, 1974 to Beersheba, your aunt, Chana Shapiro, was a, 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 a an, an explosive of light. The mayor of Beersheba. And she, she every single American family that came to Beersheba, she dealt with finding a bed and finding a chair and finding an employment and finding health care. Find, she was there. And it's my privilege when I see you, Nachum, to say a few words in her memory and her husband, her late husband, uh, Alex, who passed away just not long ago. Yeah. And I think that, that, that those these people are usually anonymous people. Usually, you know, the Hode family you would never hear of. These are people that are doing good not, without announcing and not, not putting them, their names on the front page of, of New York Times. These are the great people of, of our generation. Those quiet people, anonymous people who are just doing good to the world. So I really am telling you, 
meeting the Hod yesterday was just dramatically, for, in, in, un, unbelievably incredible. And seeing you today, Nachum, and remi- 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 remembering your aunt, Hannah Shapiro, is... Well, they were amazing people, and I remember our encounters on Derech HaMeshacharim. That's right. <laughs> and, uh, and also, you, I have to give one more thank you. Because Yosef Siegel was responsible for getting you here today and did yeah, a great that's right, job. Your son, that's right. He picked us up six o'clock in the morning. And I from told Tienic. him, and I told him that you knew his great grandmother, Mrs. Siegel, which yeah. is uh, very cool for him to hear as well. Obviously, okay. so I want to uh, also thank uh, Jeanette Hod and uh, Rabbi uh, Benny Korn from uh, Young Israel uh, Community in uh, Tinek and all the people in Tinek that's opened the. Uh, the heart and home for us, and thank you for having having us this morning. The pleasure, Aaron. Look forward to seeing you in Israel, Bezrat okay. Hashem. We're living in a small world, but with a very great God. That's true. And we just have to keep reminding the world how great he is. How great he is, that's right. Tonight, 8 o'clock, Hinam is at the Young Israel of Tinek. Be there, everybody, and enjoy this amazing group. Go for information to hinam.org, H-I-N-A-M.org. You could donate, you could be part of it, you could certainly be in touch with them through the website. Uh, I want to thank everybody watching on Facebook Live today in this encounter. Obviously, the video will be available forever, and I want to thank Yoni Pollock for serving as our videographer, and I want to take this opportunity uh, to thank uh, uh, Yot- Rotem, Rotem, who's along as part of the group and joined us here this morning as well. Thank you to our very He spe- happens to be a secular rabbi. Did you ever hear that? He's a secular rabbi. You know, now, you, now we raised your curiosity. Sometimes you'll get in touch with <laughs> I was just going to say, rabbi on his Rotem. next visit, we have on to have him on. his next visit, you have him on. Okay. <laughs> Oh, boy, oh, boy, the suspense I'm going to have to go through. Uh, More coming up. Keep it here on a Tuesday morning edition of JM in the AM. That was my conversation with uh, Yaron Kanner and Rabbi Yehuda Glick. The organization is called Hinam. Check them out at Hinam, H-I-N-A-M dot org. Thank you so much for listening to JM Rewind. Plenty more coming up next at the Nachum Siegel Network. And, of course, next week, another edition of JM Rewind at the Nachum Siegel Network.